0: Welcome to the Bagland Podcast. This is Bagland DP, where we discuss politics, tech, and tangibles. Promoting these black owned businesses. www.thenaturaljourneyforlife.com. Get your health smoothies and your recipes. Sizzling Wagon, great food truck Monday through Friday, 10 a.m. to 2 p.m. in downtown Minneapolis. Call 612 713 for takeout. IT.com, How to get into the information technology game now on Amazon Prime. Green Royal videos, video animation for your products and services. Hit me up on it.com for that. There is a black-owned wine company. Go to mcbridesisters.com. Go to www.onpointarmsllc.com to get your firearms. You're going to need them. Go to strongarmllc.com to get your local firearm training here in the state of Minnesota. Go to www.iwantamask.com. They have great KN95 certified masks. Go to www.tmobilecarwash.com to get your car wash and ww.dirkswipes.com to get your disinfectant wipes. That's wwwd wipes.com. Excellent material. Hey,
1: you're pretty, bro. Get... He going live on both. Like, get get Ferguson PD. Some of the detectives on love. But look at this shit. Nah, nah. Explain what happened, bro. Now I'm I'm, I'm give you my version. Now we are the dialysis on West Florida. So, so did so the dialysis. We are the on West Florida. Everybody know. Everybody know me now. Drive a G. It's me and my baby brother. He 14 years old. So, we, we turned in some paperwork for my mother. She's in the hospital right now. Mm-hmm. So, I'm t- I turned in some paperwork for my little brother. As I'm pulling off, I get pulled over right here. They pull out, point the guns at me. you seen the whole thing, right? Yep. They point the whole They point the guns on me and my 14 my year old little brother. It's Ferguson PD. They pull, in, they pull guns on me and my little brother. They run up to the car, they pull them out, grab me by my heart, slam me out the car, put me in cuffs, search my car illegally without my permission.
2: Yeah, I seen what I have no, outside. I
1: did I gave them no permission to, to search my vehicle. To I told them they don't have consent to search my vehicle. They searched my vehicle anyway. Then, then, uh, they pull me off the ground. they making calls to detectives. The detectives come. They search my car, say it's nothing in there. They say, did you go to the Trump rally? I said, yeah. He said, you, you post some shit about Trump on Facebook? I said, yeah. I said, what's well, that, illegal now? He said, no, that's, that's nothing wrong with that, but you might, wanna, you, might, you might wanna pick your enemies better. I said, what do you mean by that? He said, uh, some people quote unquote called in and said, I slang a lot of dope and I make a lot of money and I this against Trump. I said, it's bullshit. Everyone who follow my page knows I work fucking six days a week. Right. What drug dealer you know is gonna be a public activist? You know that's what I'm true. saying? So this ain't about selling no drug, This is about they're trying to pump fear into us young black men. Got, who got balls to stand up against people like Trump, people like Hillary, people like all these motherfuckers? But interview this brother, cause he could tell you his version. Cause I don't even know this man. What's your name? Derek. Derek. I'm Derek. He seen the whole thing. He's, I seen the one. I was pulling up to take
2: my son to YMCA. I pulled up, I see him pulling off, Next thing you know, I see all the detective cars come from behind him and no. come from the front. I see one detective get out the car, point his gun at the uh, young man right here or whatever. They tell him to get out the car. They snatch him about the car first. That's the one that I seen. They snatched him about the car. Then snap both of them on the ground. Had them both sitting over there, and searched his car. And I came back, and I see them standing up. And I guess they trying to find drugs or whatever. They ain't find nothing. So they let him go. It's Ferguson that they find it. They
1: don't got nothing that's better to do with their life, man. This is what Ferguson do all day long. Well, look, they know, any, they know, they know who sells drugs. They know, who, you, they know what's going on. They did all of this, talking about Facebook and Donald truck. Trump. You know what I mean? Yeah, they called it a toe truck. I thought they was going to try. ain't no towing shit. Motherfucker, my, my license right, my registration right. I ain't got no warrants. Then on top of that, little bro, you 14? He's 14 years old. They old. pulled a gun on him, pulled him out the car, and put him in cuffs. He fourteen years old. That's some bullshit. People talking about trauma. But look, look, look. I'm glad you seen it, brother. And I'm glad you stopped too. Cause we can't let this shit ride. Yeah, bro. man. I'm getting a lawyer. I'm calling. i calling a lawyer today. We on a fucking ass. I'm getting some information. They ain't. They, they. Cause they do this shit because we allow them to get away with it. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But it ain't going down like that, bro. And
2: that's all it is. That's all we need is people to come together like us young black man come together and do everything by the book. And that way they can't get away with shit like this. Because if, nah. if we don't do about a
1: book and let them get away with well, it, they to continue. And I'm to glad do it. you witnessed the whole thing. they don't know you do We don't know it's, you so you just so happen to be passing by, and you was passing by too. Mm-hmm. And you seem perfect, man. I'm good like I'm my girl. I'm like, that
2: look like d 10 Yeah, I'm like, yeah. I was
1: like, wait. And then they said, they said, they said, who are you? You're so popular. Yeah. They talking, you got shot seven times. I'm like, damn, how you know? So y'all already doing damn, y'all that's research that's on that's me. That's on you, so y'all already know who I am. So why are you even fucking acting like it's some drugs? You know it ain't no drug dealing involved. You know I don't sell drugs. You know exactly who I am. So you know I don't sell drugs. So you Brown. know I don't sell drugs. They know me for Mike Brown, they know me for being against Trump. And I'm against all you motherfuckers. Let's, let's be clear, it ain't about just Trump, because I feel like Trump's the only motherfucker that's that's just honest. You wanna be perfectly fine. But it's not just Trump, I'm against white supremacy, I'm against, I'm against all the motherfuckers.
0: But Driving in your neighborhood, driving to in my community, picking
1: up something, not for my mother, my, mother, mother? my mother in the hospital right now, she's been in the hospital for a week, she uh. had a blood transfusion, like I'm turning paperwork for my mother, and these motherfuckers literally pulled me over, slammed me on the fucking ground, grabbed me by my head, put guns on my face, put guns on my brother's face, all because of Trump, because I made post about Trump, because I, cause I, I, I did some activism against the Trump rally, Nah man it ain't going they down like that. they follow you, you They had to be bro. In order
2: mm-hmm. you to know your location is, get up off that and
1: up out there. And they said, hey, they they he he his only excuse was they said they don't know what's right. going on, they just know that the detectives right. wanted me for it over. But they couldn't even explain who when, or why. They say they say they said just. So pick. they had your license plate. They say place. pick your enemies yeah. better. They say pick your enemies better. Get him, get his get his plate. There you go. That's the motherfucker that did it. That's his plate. Right
0: there. With the black shirt. Yeah.
2: I mean, they had the policy of throwing water so for them to actually know who was there for them to jump
1: down on you. Like or oh, they might just, I mean, just see. Me. I mean, this they area they being, so when they see my jeep, they see, you know what I'm saying? You can look for the jeep and see my hair, you see who I am. I mean, they got it where they can just read the place while you ain't even by that. You know what I mean? So they read my the place and they knew who it was. But they talking about some selling some drugs. Ain't no selling no drugs. But guess what? I'm on y'all ass. I believe that. I'm on mm-hmm. y'all ass. This ain't, this ain't riding. I ain't scared of shit. Yeah, yeah, ain't, no, ain't no pumping no fear in my blood, homie. They talking about, man. Mm. They don't fuck with the right one. Just know that. Thanks, man. I appreciate you. I'm proud, fam, Appreciate you. You good, little bro? Good. Appreciate you, brother. Thanks, little man. See you later, little man. So, little man. Yeah. Let me get your number. Let me get you my, my other phone. Me up on Twitter, all that shit, tweet that shit, let them be know what they, what, they, what they doing out here. Type it in, I don't even say it on, 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 online, just, just type it in, so you know, because I don't want it to be on Facebook. Man, this shit crazy, these motherfuckers pull me over, slam me, put guns in my brother's face, all oh, that, they got me so fucked up. I ain't even mad about me, though. They put a fucking gun in my brother's face and put him in cuffs like he's a fucking nigga. My little brother ain't nobody's nigga. Lock it in, bro. I'm hot, bro. I'm thinking about my brother, man. I, I, that shit got me so fucking hot, man. This shit got me so fucking hot, and that's why I go so hard. That shit put a gun in a 14-year-old face like, like, like it ain't nothing. To Westville, you probably know his son. You know, or
2: somebody
1: like 303. Sherry on the Yeah. 303 that's me damn. I in, bro. Hey, I'm gonna be getting in touch with you though, so my get on this shit, they gonna know like it's a witness that's seen that shit. You know, this ain't like no street shit, it ain't snitching if it's the police, you know what I mean? This ain't no street, this ain't street shit, you know what I'm saying? It's real shit. Real shit. And this so, and this so, he don't gotta go through this shit later on. You know what I mean? You gotta, you gotta realize that when you
2: see a whole bunch of police officers on, on black people, you gotta realize you gotta, you gotta pull over and, 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 watch and, watch
1: shit, and watch that shit. Yeah. Motherfuckers ride by, be scared every time I see that shit. I pull over, What's up, little bro? I see them down. I see them downtown, fucking with three dudes younger than him. I pull up. Like what's up, little bro? They like he like you know them? I said yeah, they're my nephews. I don't even know. I'm like they're my they're my nephews. He left. They they fuck with us. They fuck with our young men because they feel like us men won't stand up. But they want to try to come pick on me because they know I don't play this shit. They know I'm more than one of the ones going to stand up. But you can keep on fucking me, baby. They're going to have to kill me for me to stop. I ain't going to lie to you. I- I- I'll die behind mine. Straight up. That's how I am with mine. All right, bro. <laughs> All right, thanks, bro. Hit me up. You too, man. Man, these motherfuckers got me fucked up. Man. Aw, oh, man, I'm suing the fuck out of Ferguson PD. They, man. They got me so fucked up. Man, that ain't the fucking word, bro. They got me so pissed off, man. Even these motherfucking white boys, they can do whatever the fuck they wanna do. Yeah, Cuz I'm thinking like I'm thinking like did I not play a ticket, but like I'm thinking like like he said When he put me on, he said this, this ain't no normal stop. So I'm thinking like damn, this ain't no normal stop. I ain't so dope in years. So I'm knowing like you know what I mean like I ain't so dope in so long. I'm kind of like I had a flash. like Is they really on some shit? Like I ain't, I ain't in the streets no most so what they on But I should have known it was behind some shit like that man Yeah, we good, man. We good, man. You motherfuckers. Something else, man. I gotta call my lawyers and get this shit right, though. I'm glad. I'm glad they uh pulled up and watched the whole thing, though, because a lot of times we be by ourselves out here, and the police be getting shit off on us. But it ain't going down today. they straight they could have pulled me over and asked me a question they wanted they wanted to know who I was and my uh, political views and all of that but they ain't do that they pulled me over put guns in my face put guns my brother's face and slammed me on the fucking ground And it's crazy cuz they did all of this because I made posts about Trump i be telling people all the time man they following my pages they watch me they got me under surveillance and then, you know, I don't mind that, though, because I know what my enemies are. You know I, know, I know the game. I know what my enemies is. I know what I'm up against. But my biggest problem, it be when the same people I stand for and fight for, when they fight against me, and they want to come argue, they want to come defend these motherfuckers, these motherfuckers will blow your fucking head off. They will kill me, my brother. They would kill your grandmama. They don't give a fuck about us. So when it's somebody that got balls to stand up against them Y'all supposed to support them at, at all costs they don't gotta agree with everything I say but The support and love gotta be real Cause these motherfuckers at war with us If they'll do that all because I made posts and spoke against Trump Then what you think they'll do You know what I mean When it's some real shit But I ain't no bitch That's what, that, that what they gonna learn I ain't, I ain't the one I don't for nothing on for death, on for nothing. Yeah, man, these motherfuckers straight. Trying to take it back to the Klan days. They think they could just pull you over, put guns in your face and then then smile about it. And then the worst thing, it's the same cop. It was the same cop from when I found the little girl. He's like, yeah, I remember you, you found the little girl. Like, yeah, bitch-ass motherfucker. And so if you know I'm I'm man enough to go out and search for a missing little girl and find her, why the fuck would you pull me over and put guns in my face and treat me like I'm a fucking criminal? But in they eyes, we are criminals. That's what what people gotta understand. It don't matter what you doing, you don't gotta be a drug dealer. You don't gotta be a a killer. You don't gotta be a gangbanger, You a black man. You a fucking enemy. You a threat. As long as you a black man, you on the wanted list. Especially if you ain't no do-boy. Especially if you ain't buck dancing. Man, this shit crazy. This shit just, man, this shit just piss me off so bad. I'm hot. I ain't hot because of me. I'm hot because of my brother. Like I never want to have him in a harm's way. I never, that's why a lot of times you don't see him in the car with me. I don't, I don't never want to put him in no danger, but he going on up now, so now he gotta, he gonna have to, you know what I'm saying? See what time it is, but this is his first experience of dealing with racism. And you know, at his core, I talk about it with him all the time. He know, he know what it is, he know who I am. He know, he know me better than anybody, but he's never had to really experience nothing like that. And unfortunately, he had to see that today, the ugly side of racism on the day where we taking care of my fucking mother. Like my mother's sick, like my mama real sick. Like, I don't even want to talk about it, but she's like really, really sick. That she got it, she on dialysis, she got a real bad infection. And my uncle just died from that same thing like a year ago. So we going through enough right now. You know what I mean? But it's all good, man. But I'm finna get off this Facebook live shit. I gotta uh I gotta hit up my lawyer man. Cause we gotta we gotta do something about that. They ain't getting away with that. That on me. That ain't happening. Oh man. I'm a, man, fuck the report. I'm reporting them, I'm soaring them, all that. Man, we going to war. All of that, all of that. Yeah, I mean, they didn't give a fuck. They don't give a fuck about you finding no little, they, didn't even, they wasn't even looking for the little girl when she was missing. They wasn't even looking for it, man. They didn't give a fuck about, you know what I mean? They didn't give a fuck about that. And then they whole conversation was about Trump. Like, who the fuck y'all think scared of y'all? I ain't scared of no fucking Trump. First and foremost, my position with Trump is this: Trump only represents the true America. I, w- I would, I would much rather a devil like Trump be in office, so we can see the truth about America, and not be blinded by these fucking these fucking cons and snakes like Hillary. Then, then, then you know. Like right now, we live in this, this illusion of inclusion where we think these politicians care about us. These people are the same. Trump is no different than any other politician. The only difference is Trump is vocal, vocally honest about his position as a white man in America. They all feel the same way through their, and it shows through their actions. Trump is the only one who tells us the truth. So when you see Trump, you know your enemy. When you see Hillary, it's kind of like, some people don't get it. They think Bill, some people still crazy enough to think Bill and Hillary are their friends. So my position with Trump is fuck Trump, but at the same time, I mean, I'm not saying there's no campaign against Trump. I'm against all white supremacy. Donald Trump, Hillary Clinton, and uh, what's the other dude's name? Uh, what's his name? Bernie Sanders, they all the same people in my eyes. They're all the same in my eyes because they represent white supremacy. So there is no, there is no, all um, oh, you just lobbying against Trump. No, I'm against all you motherfuckers. And they're like, like, yeah, we remember you. We know who you are. No, like, like, So if y'all know who I am, why are y'all pulling me over? Ask me these dumbass questions about about drugs. Y'all know I don't sell drugs. I looked the man dead in his eyes and said, man, you know I don't sell drugs. And he smiled. Like, yeah, I know. Because if you, if you did that much research on me, you know I don't sell drugs. You know I work at fucking General fucking Motors. So come on, man. Who y'all think y'all scaring, man? Y'all ain't scaring me. That's not gonna stop me. It's gonna make me go even harder, man. I need a new team, though, man. I need a new team, man. I need a new team of real people that stand up with me and help me with this. Cause I ain't gonna lie, man. A lot of people involved that Mike Brown shit. They all fraud and crooks, man. They all, they all robbed, robbed our community of, of, of a lot of money, millions of dollars. And I don't wanna deal with them. I don't trust them, and I don't wanna be around them. But I definitely need some real motherfuckers that don't mind, you know, speaking up, speaking out, riding with me.
0: See, he was going hard in the paint for Ferguson. They, The police, the race soldiers, should I say, they pulled a gun out on his brother. They've been following him around like the Citizens Council in Mississippi. I talked to you guys about that before. What they were doing was they were keeping trails on him. Now, this was even after the Ferguson incidents was going on. This is when your Black Lives Matter organization your cyber sambos that's when those niggas had collected they bag and got out of town and left ferguson in a pile of dust these are all the niggas that you see talking to don lemon msnbc and all the rest of the megalomaniacal masochistic mainstream media So these, as far as I'm concerned, the people that was pulling him over is they were getting ready for an ambush, trying to find him in an ambush, a domestic terror ambush lynching. Anytime you have a race soldier to pull you over and not give you a ticket and tell you to pick your enemies and tell you, hey, you went to this rally, I got my eyes on you. Saying they followed him because he spoke on Donald J with the toupee. The brother said that he found a missing girl. Just like what happened in Milwaukee. We gonna get into that later. He found a missing girl and the race soldiers didn't have a care in the world. Now one interesting thing that I that I thought was when I seen some of the, the footage of when he was ambushed murdered and set on fire in a car the police left bullets they left keys they left all types of evidence what type of investigation is that that was an ambush that wasn't nobody you could tell that wasn't nobody where no brothers did that to him it had to be race soldiers You don't leave key elements like that. They had an in for him. They really had it in for this brother. Oh, we gonna go real hard on him. We not gonna forget about Mr. Seals. We ain't gonna do that. Milwaukee, they tried to go down there. Milwaukee ran them Black Lives Matter COINTEL Pro niggas out of town. They saw the scam coming. The grassroots, they commute, they communicate. If you guys ever notice something, notice that you have black straight men often with families. Those are the ones just getting lynched out here. And in these front groups, they don't have the warrior class of those same caliber of men on the forefront. You got groups getting a bag that says let's get somebody to talk against the so-called nuclear family. Most of these groups and nonprofits are against black families. They will say that black men take over the liberation, blah, 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 all these lies. So, how can you have black men, straight black men, and then turn around and say straight black men are the problem when those are the ones that are typically getting ambushed and lynched? Remember, they're taking both sides of the argument. That's both sides well we want to protect black men but we don't agree with the nuclear families and black men are taking over the liberation front boy so check this out
3: i just got pulled over by the police right everybody know what i do but let me tell you something that was the most scary encounter ever let me tell you why now you see how it feels when the sheep becomes the wolf. But it was very scary, because now you got a wolf pulling over a wolf. Life's registration, got that. Yeah, Is there a reason that you took a Marlboro Pike, the beltway, to get on Allentown Road when you could have just straight, went straight through Forestville Road? Like, in my brain, I can go where the fuck I want to go and drive where the fuck I want to drive. But that's not what scared me. What scared me was the second question. Do you have any knives, guns, or bombs in the truck? Listen, his whole demeanor changed. Well, he didn't let me just say yes. I said yes. Knives and guns. His whole demeanor changed. Backed up, with his hand on his weapon. I said I am law enforcement. I have all the credentials to show you. This man's hand stayed on his weapon. He said, well, let me see him. Fuck no. I'm not reaching, fuck no. I'm not reaching on my, into my pocket. Turn the light on. Where my gun is, on my hip. I told him that. Then I said, could you please turn on your body cam? It was off. All police arms have a body cam are supposed to wear. It's a little box. If you don't see that red light, don't you do shit? You understand? I'm still behind me. Oh. I'm nervous, I'm scared, cause a bullet don't give a shit who you are. You hear me? He was nervous. Then he said, "What do you have in the car?" I said, "I have knives. Where are they?" In the ceiling. See the knife. He said. Where's the gun on my hip? I got all the credentials. My wallet is in my right pocket. You can get it. No, the fuck I can't. No, sir. You can get it with your body cam on. I reached for my cell phone, which is on my desk. I put my hand up and grabbed my cell phone. You're not going to need that. That could have went really bad. They're just by the wrong response It could have went really bad Y'all be careful out there man I understand what y'all feel If you don't know this When an officer pulls you over You have a right to demand for a lieutenant or a sergeant Or somebody in charge Grab your phone when they pull you over And you dial 911 And they're coming When they lift that phone up I can help you An officer was pulling me over I need your help I feel scared He is in uniform But I just don't trust the situation They will send them to you They have to now I'm a bad guy flex, man. That was a nervous situation for me. Y'all, please be safe, man. Drive right. Don't give them no motherfucking reason. All right? I love y'all. I'm glad I'm driving away. damn it. That could have went bad. I'm not going home dead. Nah. We both gonna be fucking laying down in the street. Believe that shit. God. All right, y'all. Y'all be easy, yo. Pull me over because I I took a longer way to get on the beltway.
0: Huh. Bullshit. Now on the sideline, that was a black officer talking about getting pulled over by a race soldier. You got all these black folks running around talking about, oh, there's no race soldiers. We need more police. We don't have any more police on the police force. It's race soldiers on the force. See, one thing you got to notice, that's why I always bring Ferguson on the forefront in the latest of my podcast, because I said, wait a minute, that was the nucleus when you started having these COINTEL groups started really coming in they probably tried it down in Florida and it didn't really work but I know they were trying it with the Trayvon case but there were some key elements that I happened to find out the people that sent the tanks down there to oppress black folks in Ferguson were Democrats did you guys know that? The governor was a Democrat. Everything was Democrat down that suppressed the Justice in Ferguson. The governor sent in in tanks. He's a Democrat. The prosecutor was a Democrat that made sure that the race soldier got off. The Democrats in Missouri stomped on the neck of black folks. These weren't Republicans. These were all Democrats. Every single last one of them were Democrats. So, I wanted to let that be known. Because a lot of people didn't know that in Ferguson what was going on. They were the do nothing demonic Democrats. They were the ones that was causing all the problems. They caused all of the race soldiers, all the anti black ambushes. These were all, this is an entire Democratic situation here. It wasn't Republicans at all. So, we need to note that. So, how is it? Did you have a Democratic governor, a prosecutor, and them holding back on the DOJ. Then you have the LGBT, the LGBT front group, Black Lives Matter, come in with the pro. How do you have that? Now, I want to start getting into some other cases and then we'll swing back around. There was a situation where this brother had some issues at NASCAR where they hung a noose. And people act like they were surprised. But let's go back to another case through CBS Minnesota. Reported by WCCO4 News. Now, this is about a carpenter who alleges workplace racism after finding a noose being fired. This was in Minneapolis, so-called liberal Minneapolis. And it says here, a Twin Cities man believes he was targeted at his workplace because of his race. Lee Jackson says London Construction hired him to work on the St. Croix Crossing project that replaced the Stillwater Bridge. I remember when that bridge was replaced. After just a few months, he says he discovered a noose at the job site. The Grey Cloud Casting Yard on the St. Croix River Project employs roughly 80 people. London Construction hired Jackson a carpenter last October. He says, I was excited. It was a chance for me to get financially stable. He says, the journeyman with 20 plus years of experience was happy to have the indoor work, something he says that is hard to come by. It was a long project, lots of work, steady work, inside work, you know, comfortable work all winter. He says he showed up on time, ready to work. And often was asked to sweep instead of use his skills even so he says he couldn't have prepared for what unfolded in late january when he was asked to clean out a toolbox second shelf i pulled the box out he says i turned and set it down i reached back and see a rope i pull it out and i noticed it was a noose at the end of it and i looked around there's nobody around you know because I'm looking for someone snickering in the corner Jackson said he took a picture on his phone before he did Jackson said he cut the end of the rope he said instantly enraged. then I got scared then I got mad he said I had an attitude I'm gonna be honest with you I had an attitude since that day from that day because I don't know who put it there I don't know why they thought they should now he believes the rope was left for him to find to threaten or intimidate him in a letter obtained by WCCO, London's equal Equal Employment Officer acknowledges receiving the picture of the rope due to concerns that the rope was suggestive of a noose and may have a racially motivated meaning. You see how they use that word, may have a racially motivated meaning? Now, the company did not determine who placed it in the toolbox or if it was racially motivated. The letter states that the company would continue the investigation and would hold a mandatory meeting to review the policy against harassment or discrimination. That's more of that learning experience, that diversity and inclusion learning garbage. Train the white supremacist garbage. The meeting happened, but the topic never came up, Jackson said lunda also offered to relocate jackson to another project see that happened to me before the white supremacists will tell you oh well you know uh we're gonna relocate you you're not gonna find out the perpetrator they're gonna relocate the black person the angry black man they offered him to relocate him to a new project but he chose to stay at gray cloud telling wcco he wanted to continue to work inside 44 days later after reporting the news London construction terminated Jackson what that was brothers and sisters they were staying on code that's all that was they were staying on code he said he admits he was given a verbal warning and was written up twice during that time for arguments with co-workers now what that was is they were talking to him like he wasn't a man they were talking down to him oh you could go over here and sweep the hell with your experience if you liken what happened to Reconstruction, when the former slaves were so called freed, which we were not free, so niggas need to stop all that Juneteenth bullshit. When we were so called freed, the black folks that could get maybe a little bit of constructive help, just a bit, and they had to take it, they had more work experience than everyone else but just like now if you look at what happened they brought immigrants in they brought a buffer class they brought immigrants in all these europeans they brought all types of folks criminals rapists bums they brought and what they did is they gave black folks these they gave them the jobs and had black folks with the most menial work we were way more qualified for these honkies to come in and just take this they got free land they got free support they became a part of the management class so that's what this was here if you kind of liken that there's some parallels the brother had 20 years of experience yet they're telling him well you know uh this ain't gonna work sweep probably talking crazy to him they put that noose in there for a reason Now, he says, I believe I was terminated from the job because I brought the situation to light. Second of all, because I had an attitude about it. He said a lot of people told me that I should have just kept my mouth shut, keep my head down and just work, be a slave, be a plantation and don't say anything about it. Stillwater has been a known white supremacist uh, quasi sundown town, Stillwater, Minnesota. It's not the type of place where a black person would want to live, unless he had a lot of his own land, and even that's kind of questionable. As you can see, WCCO, they reached out to the CEO and Equal Employment Opportunity Officer of London Construction repeatedly for a comment. So far, no one has responded. Now, Jackson said he originally wanted to bring situation to light to start a conversation about race and rights and to hopefully prevent his sons from having to work under similar conditions. Now he is considered filing a formal complaint. I remember this case because I talked to one of my homies about it. This was in 2015, April 23rd, 2015. So what happened in NASCAR, the FBI said they were investigated. They didn't investigate a damn thing. As I told y'all before, one in three FBI federal agents have been involved in a Klan during a certain point in time. So, basically, that's why I might not say so. Hey, we did an investigation. We don't find nothing here, Bubba. Get back to work. That's basically what that was about. Okay? That's what that was about. Now another case that i wanted to talk about in, in regards to work your so-called liberal amazon slam for offering workers chicken and waffles on juneteenth now we gonna get into the trick bags in a minute about these non-profit oh let's cut black folks a couple million dollars and where all that money goes this was in chicago talking about we stand in solidarity honoring the black community by supporting local businesses you see so they figure well niggas want some chicken and waffles you see so somebody has said hey look we demand a paid holiday not some damn chicken you you see these little tricks that they try to do well let's just give niggas some fried chicken we're not really trying to give no no more constructive help this is that solidarity we talking about They try to pull one of those moves. Hey, y'all niggas from Chicago. a lot of black folks here. Maybe y'all niggas need some chicken. Not a day off, but some chicken. That's very interesting the way they did that. We gonna get into these non-profit for profits in a minute. Now as we go along let's talk about let's get into this here this this happened today speaking of the race soldiers three north carolina race soldiers i'm not gonna call them police fired over racist rants now this was in winston-salem north carolina Three members of a North Carolina police department have been fired after a department audit of a video recording captured one of the officers saying a civil war was necessary to white black people off the, black folks off the map. More, according to the investigation, in which uh, he was uh, it says more according to the investigation, a segment in which Moore referred to a black female as a negro. He also referred to the woman by using a racial slur. He repeated the use of the slur in describing a black magistrate and Moore used a gay slur to describe the magistrate as well. Later, according to the investigation, Piner told Moore that he feels the civil war is coming and that he's ready. Piner said he was going to buy a new assault rifle and soon we were going to have to go out and start slaughtering these 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 uh effing blacks. I can't wait. God, I can't wait. Moore responded that he wouldn't do that. So Moore is basically taking both sides of the argument He's not telling him to do it. He ain't holding him accountable. What he's t- saying is, hey, you know, I-, I ain't got nothing to do with it. But on the low, he might meet him off after, after work and they might just get busy. So for all these Negroes running around talking about we need poor police. This is this is we need more police. This is your police here. This is your force. Well, we just need better police. We need police. be able to police the police you're not gonna be able to police the police if the if the police force is full of race soldiers it's impossible piner then told moore that he felt a civil war was needed to wipe them off the fucking map that'll put them back about four or five generations moore told piner he was crazy and the recording stopped a short time later according to the police the officers admitted that it was their voices on the video and didn't deny any of the content While the officers denied that they were racist, they blamed their comments on the stress on law enforcement in the light of the protests over the death of George Floyd. Do you remember when you seen Karen out there crying because she couldn't get a McChicken at McDonald's in Atlanta? Oh, they got us on us so hard. It's so hard. We don't really know what to do. I don't really want to eat. Cut us a break. But she's the one that would deny that this is going on. They know what's going on. That's why I said there are no good police. The good police know these police. And if they don't get fired, then they're not good police. Why would you want to work on a force? Oh, I could change things within. You know you can't. It's full of race soldiers. We need to admit that. We need to stop being stupid and admit that. We need to say that. They said that they blamed their comments on the stress on law enforcement. They said that only because they got caught. They was very serious about those statements. In addition to being fired, cases involving the Wilmington officers will be reviewed by the district attorney's office to determine if they committed any crimes or showed bias toward criminal defendants. Now they're stalling. They'll probably end up firing them, transfer. I mean, they're stalling. They are stalling that is a premeditated domestic terror ambush plan if it was a bunch of niggas talking about doing some white folks the same way them niggas would have got charged with federal not only federal hate crimes but everything else williams said he will recommend the three officers not be rehired by notifying the north carolina criminal justice training and standards commission about their behavior so much for that You haven't heard any recommendations about punishment. See, they're not coming out and saying, hey, look, these guys need to get some time. They didn't say that. And speaking of which, a brother shared this with me. I've seen this before. But it says some years ago, a white man robbed several Ohio banks wearing a hyper realistic mask of a black man. He ordered from Hollywood Mask Making Company, SPFX Mask, and he ordered a matching set of black hands to use to rob the bank. He did it. This was specific. He didn't do this just to say, well, you know, because he could have got a white guy. He did this specifically a black person. Rusty Slusser, the owner of SPFX Mask, said we're proud of the masks. We're proud of the fact that our masks look real, but I'm not proud of the way they were used. You see? So, it looks like to me, and this article's not showing much, it it looks like to me, you could order these masks. I mean, they look very, very real that's what my assumptions with some of these lynchings and what's happening in 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 chicago i don't believe that these are black people just killing each other i believe that these are terror ambush lynchings i'm starting to think that a lot of these brothers that they found in these trees was a lure i think they were lured by women i do I think they were lured by women. I don't think they were lured by black women. I think some of these brothers were lured by women and possibly men. If you look at the case with the brother that got killed in 1998 by them rednecks down there in Jasper, Texas, he was lured. He was coming from church, seeing some guys in a pickup, hey man. You want to have a beer? Yeah. So they went out there in the woods. They cracked him in the head with the beer, beat him, chained him up, dragged him. Doing it for the set. The set of what? Racism, white supremacy. Banging since the 1800s or the 1500s, should I say. Gang initiation, whole lot of gang shit, whole lot. They lured him. That's a lure. I think some of these brothers could have been out getting ready to meet some woman. If you look back at that movie, Get Out, that was one of the scariest parts of the movie, the very, very first part where the brother was going out to the suburbs. And I bet he was with, I bet he was going to get, going to get stirring spoons, Sarah. I bet you he was going to meet a Becky. I'm pretty sure he was. He was on the phone. He felt kind of weird had a guy following him and he threw him in the trunk that was the scariest because shit like that happens these brothers likely got abducted they probably was going to look get up with some white woman and nine times out of ten or if they was a gay black man they was trying to get up with some white, white white guy and got lured and he got strung up that's what i think probably happened in those cases because you could be walking down the street or somebody could chloroform you or something like that but I, I think they were lured you know when you get someone off guard or totally off guard their defenses are completely down I think they were lured that's my suspicion that is definitely my suspicion I got another case somebody posted on Facebook wisconsin out here in madison this sister here by the name of althea bernstein now this was on wednesday so black woman in madison wisconsin suffered third degree burns four white men threw lighter fluid and a lighter at her face while she was in her car 18 years old And they They probably They called her the n-word Before the attack She says I was listening to some music At a stoplight And then all of a sudden I heard someone yell The n-word really loud I turned my head to look And somebody throwing Was throwing lighter fluid on me And then they threw a lighter at me And my neck caught on fire And I tried to put it out But I brushed it onto my face I I got it out And then I just blasted Through the red light I just felt like I needed to get home So I drove through the red light And I kept driving Until I got to my brother's home According to the outlet, Bernstein's mother drove her to the hospital later that day where the hospital staff identified the liquid on her face as lighter fluid. A police incident report says the men used a spray bottle to spray the lighter fluid onto Bernstein's face. She said, at first I didn't believe what had happened. I grew up in Madison on the east side and my dad would take me to the farmer's market every weekend on those same streets. It's just, it just felt so weird to have these really happy memories there. And then now to have this memory that sort of kind of ruined your childhood memories. I never really knew someone could hate you just by looking at you. They didn't know me. I didn't know them. I was just driving around my car minding my own business. According to the Wisconsin State Journal, police are investigating the incident as potential hate crime. Potential. Now, you, these, 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 this is a whole car full of uh, of honkies. And as you could see, if you look on her mugshot, you could tell she's biracial. I hope she knows that she's black, especially after this. But what I'm telling you here is they looked at her and said, hey, look, one drop applies, nigga. I'm going to burn you. And they probably would have killed and raped her if it was at night and they could have got her in a certain way. They threw lighter fluid on this sister, they looked at her, they said, you're black enough. We don't care if you're light-skinned, we don't care if you're gay, we don't care, you are black. We identified you as a Negro, and you, ma'am, are eligible for mistreatment, perhaps even death. That statement I made is either true or false, according to the evidence. She's going to need continued medical treatment for her burns. Now, I got to hurt more feelings tonight. Shout out to the Supreme Court for ignoring her. Shout out to the Supreme Court for ignoring the, the the former slaves. Passing a whole lot of laws for illegals and gays and the LGBT right. A whole lot of uh protective protection laws protective class laws this sister out here minding her own damn business some race soldiers they don't have to be officers of the law that's what i'm telling you these people could eventually become law enforcement Niggas better stop talking about we need police so bad this is something that they used to do she's driving around they looked at her oh you black enough set her on fire any black person would have done sisters you're gonna have to get your concealed and care and start blowing these bastards away we're not in a non-violent situation anymore and see she's in madison she thinks it's all good she's thinking like hey i'm minding my own business won't nobody bother me And you should be able to walk around without nobody bothering you. She's scarred for life. And they're talking about the potential hate crime. You could call Madison area crime stoppers. See, if we were in a protected class, if these assholes would have done this, it would have been life with no parole. But the Supreme Court feels otherwise. The Supreme Court feels otherwise. The same with those North Carolina cops. They said they were fired. I mean, transferred. Because they haven't been charged yet. They haven't been charged yet. All right. Let me open up some other articles here. By the way, I seen a video today. I seen a video today with this Coon ass nigga. And before before I talk about that real quick, turning the other cheek was the worst thing they taught black children in school. When they started talking about that, I remember when I was in like, I was going to Seward and Sullivan and they were, you know, I I noticed, I noticed then when I started noticing the, you know, the little light LGBT shit from the teachers. I I noticed the little, you know, oh, you can't say this, you can't say that. I noticed that that was in the 90s. I noticed I was a kid, but I really didn't understand it the sexual confusion that they were they were kind of pushing on the kids it wasn't as heavy as now but i kind of know Well, turn the other cheek they took they specifically told that to us black kids at school i remember that be a victim wait for your heaven to take hell now hey malcolm be a carpenter that's why i go so hard on the dems all the time The Dems are the most savage, sick, rat bastards in this universe. Nothing is worse than a wealthy Democrat. Liberals have horrible policies. They push a narrative that straight black men are pushing black women to the back. Not true. The black boots on the ground are the grassroots. And many of these Minnesota nonprofits are ran by white supremacists who put a Negro in the front, pay him a few bucks, and they get a couple a couple prison niggas a few jeromes some canisias and say yeah you poverty stricken negroes you made it out to ghetto you should be grateful if you notice the lannisters they didn't allow any infidels and spies in their ranks they always paid their debts tywin wasn't having no coming in and using your own little devious agenda while infiltrating our own What I loved about Tywin is he told Jaffe's punk ass, if you gotta say you're king, you ain't king. Let me pull up these articles I found out. Just pull up these articles. before we do there was another case that I need to cover there's another case that I need to cover a couple of them now this was in 2017 a lot of people didn't know about this but this is in Cleveland Cleveland Ohio Cleveland Cincinnati Ohio has a horrible history of white supremacy against black folks you don't hear about it that much but they do five officers took 137 shots execution style killed an unarmed couple the sixth cop michael brillo they said will remain free from jail but has been fired i mean transferred Now, it says that this happened in November 12, 2012 on a high-speed chase involving more than 100 officers and 62 police vehicles to go after Timothy, Russell, and and Melissa Williams. They said the pursuit began when officers standing outside police headquarters mistook mistook the sound of Russell's backfiring Chevy Malibu for gunfire. When the car stopped outside city limits, officers opened fire. They hit them with 24 shots. They hit Russell with 24 shots and Williams 23. The shooting lasted 19.3 seconds. That's a long time. Neither of the victims were armed or suspected of anything more than serious traffic violations. A search of the vehicle following the double homicide revealed a crack pipe. They both have been diagnosed as mentally ill. So you notice they had to put that in there and then the city paid $3 million each to the families to settle the lawsuit. The with me- the main race soldier, fired 49 rounds, including the last 15 after he jumped on the hood of the car in a Wild West fashion. The judge acquitted him of manslaughter charges. Officers Wilfredo Diaz, you know that's a Spanish one. That's that's a white supremacist, spent That's a Latin officer brian sabalik and michael farley and detectives christopher e greg and aaron o'donnell fired the remaining shots they were all acquitted they were acquitted in a bench trial after w ken uh, cat a retired sheriff and expert witness you notice that word specialized in testimony tailored to exonerate the cops So he, this Brito guy, he jumped on the hood like some type of a a Disney movie or or, or some last action hero movie. There was no, there was no reason for that. 137 rounds. Y'all probably didn't know about this, about this case. And he was still eligible to be hired at other department, departments. Just thought I would like to let y'all know about that case. Of what we're dealing with And for all For, 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 for more for more of these niggas Talking about man we need police Ain't no race soldiers Well the Guardian just put something out today It says quote White Lives Matter plane organizer Says police have offered protection This is on June 24th a man who said he organized a white lives matter burnley stunt in which an aircraft towed a banner bearing the words over a premier league match on monday said police have offered him protection jake heppel a burnley supporter who has been pictured alongside the former english defense league leader tommy robinson says 60 people had contributed towards the banner and hire of the plane he told the daily mayor he had driven to manchester on monday with two friends to film the aircraft as it flew over the etihad stadium shortly after players from manchester city and burnley had taken the knee in support of the black lives matter movement this is in the uk now remember the uk's been whipping their ass out there they ain't got a lot of guns out there so you could catch a fair one the brothers been putting in work now this is global white supremacy here this is just to show you it doesn't matter where you go on this planet you have this going on i hope the brothers continue to whip their ass i really do one more article about the race soldiers now this was on december 1st 2020 or 2010 cincinnati police ohio again white man used lifelike black mass evade arrest and robberies after a string of robberies in cincinnati earlier that year police arrested a black man who had been picked out of a photo line for several of the victims identified by his mother who thought she recognized her son in a bank surveillance photo now why her mother would do that shit i don't know but it turns out he didn't rob any banks at all the real corporate was a white Polish immigrant with a Hollywood style mask. Conrad Zarek 30 pleaded guilty to one act of aggravated robbery and five, ro- five robberies in Hamilton County Common Pleas Court. He faces up to 35 years in deportation back to Poland. See? This is the people that, and he stole $10,000 in robberies at four banks, a credit union, CVS pharmacy. But a black man got arrested and his punk ass mother wants to pick him out the line out. She probably was a suspected bed wench or uh, an addict. I don't know what she was and it wasn't even her son. I want to read an article that the correspondent wrote in October 1st, 2016 called The Correspondent about Mr. Seals. I'd like to give this brother shouts out, may him rest in peace because he was the one that was calling out. The Don Lemons and the Sharptons and the Messy Jessies and the Black Lives Matter organization niggas coming down to Ferguson being parasites, sea lampreys and ticks. So I always like to throw information that I find out about him bits and pieces so people can always remember him. Because like I said, Ferguson, Ferguson was the boiling point. They didn't send armored trucks and all those, uh, all all of that military stuff, they weren't really sending those out like that until Ferguson, until they turned up in Ferguson. And that was the place for them to deflect, like what's happening right now with with the terror ambush, lynchings, and all of these race soldiers ambushing these black folks, you got people talking about sexual access. You got people talking about, well let's bond, you know, they're they're trying to put the LGBT with with our lynchings. No. We should tell them to kiss our ass, reparations, what's your stance on reparations? You just got a Supreme Court law on our backs, on our ancestors' backs, what's your stance on reparations? Don't give a damn about who you date or who you fuck. What is your stance on reparations, sir or ma'am? Or you might be both according to you what is your stance on reparations because we're dying out here really don't give a damn who you date not my business what is your stance on the former slaves getting economical reparations health reparations prison industrial complex reparations all across the board what is your stance on that this article here was written by sarah kenzer and it says here that this ferguson protester and local activist was found murdered murdered in st louis last month to the end darren seals continued to call out those who exploited black suffering for their own benefit something that didn't always win him friends a portrait of a city's pain and a life cut short on September 6, 2016, Darren Seals, a Ferguson protester, was found dead in St. Louis's Riverview municipality in a car that had been set on fire. He had been shot to death before the car was torched. The crime is being investigated by St. Louis police as a homicide. No arrest. He was 29 years old. Did you know who Darren Seals was before he died? If you lived in St. Louis and were involved in the Ferguson protests, you did. Something that these Black Lives Matter niggas wouldn't know. On Facebook and on Twitter, seals have been criticizing the co-option of Ferguson activism since late 2014, detailing an internal division between the Ferguson movement and the National Civil Rights Movement known as Black Lives Matter. Lies. At the heart of this division, wrote Seals, was the exploitation of black pain for profit, conducted not only by the white media and the NGOs, but by out-of-town black elites who seized on Ferguson as a stepping stone to glory. See, when you look at what happened, it's very parallel to what happened to the Civil Rights Movement. You had the Panthers out there, you had King, you had Malcolm, you had, then you had your Messy Jesses and your Owls. The niggas that they weren't really trying to shoot. You had your Medgar's. You had your Ida B. Wells. You had your John Brown's. You had your Nat Turner's. You had your Denmark Veezy's. You see what I mean? You, 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 had, you had the riders, And then you had your little tap. You had your John Lewis's. Your Elijah Cummings and your John Lewis's. And your Don Lemons and your Corey Booker's. You had niggas like that that kind of want to tap dance around what's going on nobody's wasn't really trying to do nothing to him they really didn't they really didn't hold no weight so in May 24 2015 post written in this typically blunt style sees uh, seals are what he saw as the hijacking of Ferguson and and the complicity that lies in silence black death is the business he wrote billions and millions flowing through the hands of these organizations in the name of Mike Brown, yet we don't see any of it coming into our community to being used to help our youth. He said, I've been calling this shit out for months. People see this as an opportunity to not only build a name, but make bank at the expense of the lives of people like me. This is why you should know Darren Seals if you didn't. He was among few writers to clearly call out the division between the activists of the St. Louis region and the broader Black Lives Matter movement. In St. Louis, this division is talked about on the ground, but rarely publicly. In the white-dominated mainstream media, where Ferguson is primarily spoken of as a symbol rather than a place where actual people live and suffer and fight, the, fract- the, the, fract- uh, sh- the fractiousness between local and national Black movements have gone largely uncovered having abandoned ferguson as a place while embracing it as as a brand the national media largely focuses on the camera friendly black lives matter movement which is how seals ended up falsely being labeled a member of black lives matter after he was killed so you see the type of games they play they take both sides of the argument they demonize you and then after you're dead they turn around and say you were a member when you know that nigga was never a member what seals fought for she wrote seals forthrightness on the issue was and remains rare if you are a black u.s citizen fighting for black rights you are the underdog up against a white supremacist system in which brutality towards blacks is le- legitimized in practice especially by police to expose internal fractures can appear to make the overall movement vulnerable as it seems to play into the hands of white right wing movements longing for the black rights movement to collapse now let me say something about the white the right wing movements these this was not a right wing movement this was a left wing cointel pro surveillance operation I just told you before that it was the do-nothing demonic Democrats from the judge, to the prosecution, to the race soldiers, to the governor. Everybody was a Democrat. This power imbalance combined with reluctance to criticize other black activists ostensibly fighting for the same broader goal, has made many who share SEAL's views wary of speaking for them for fear of causing offense. So again, worried about who they like. Oh, I don't wanna offend Mazza. I don't want to. you know, you had that kind of talk going on. The SEALs never cared if he offended. His blunt assertions that the movement had been hijacked by out of town activists and NGOs, as well his misogynist and homophobic comments about other black protesters offended many. But his views on movement co-option were also embraced by many, particularly as local activists from Baton Rouge, Milwaukee, Baltimore, and other cities where mass protests arose in reaction to to police brutality began to express the same critiques. So these are people from Milwaukee, Baton Rouge, Baltimore, places where these race soldiers and they've been probably running these niggas out of town to make sure that they don't hijack stuff. We're in a hijacking moment right now. They're trying to hijack the movement. Cameras were never sales concerned the streets of St. Louis were. St. Louis had no known sent- known seals since October 9, 2014, the day Mike Brown was killed by Officer Darren Wilson in Ferguson. They knew him for confronting cops like Police Union Officer Jail Rorta, who flaunted his I Am Darren Dar- Dar- Wilson bracelet shortly after Brown's death, and for condemning the out-of-town protesters who, thanks to media exposure, became the voices of a movement they did not start. The Black Lives Matter niggas started coming in town, wasn't really putting in no work and wanted all to shine. And he got paid for it. On one infamous occasion in the early 2015, or it might have been 2016, they say he slapped D-Ray McKesson. And he should have slapped that punk ass nigga. He deserved it. Minneapolis-based school admin who arrived, and arrived in Ferguson over a week after the protests began, but became the face of Ferguson coverage, landing a New York Times magazine cover, applauding his efforts in May 2015. Seals accused McKesson, who had been, who had by then long left St. Louis behind, of hijacking the Ferguson movement and neglecting the cash-strapped local activists still being targeted, jailed and fined by the police. There were some niggas down there that disapproved of his physical aggression on how, on how he slapped a nigga. But these are, these are probably symbols in progress that uh, that disagreed. See they're trying to figure out if they could get a little butter biscuit or a plane ticket or a nice car or an apartment too. St. Louis is a sprawling metropolis that feels like a small town because many tend to know someone who has been murdered or know their relatives or friends. Our connections are solidified in bereavement and it is painful to write of Darren Seals as yet another name on a long list of people who left us too soon. So, they said one of the uh, the friends of his is B Girl, a St. Louis writer who works in the hip hop industry. You see? And she said, "It's fucking St. Louis." Or actually, hold on, wait a minute. It said, on September 6th, I was with my friend Umar Lee, who had covered the protests of Ferguson when B-Girl sent me a text. Someone killed Darren Seals last night. She wrote, I read the text out loud. It's fucking St. Louis, Umar said, shaking his head. It's yet another violent death, another voice silence, and a horrifying familiarity of it all. Another of my friends, upon hearing about Seals, summed it up. St. Louis is not where people live. It's where we wait to die. Think about that for a moment. It was said St. Louis is not where people live. It's where we wait to die. Think about that for a moment. Keep in mind with that statement made, that's the environment that they live in. And you have some sexual inter- interracial access lgbt front organization going down there trying to basically creep in and get financial benefits off a dead man's back leave the town while black men and women are being ambushed and murdered on a daily basis that's the severity of the situation this is why Ferguson was so important because it set the precedence. I talked about that in one of my other episodes. The whole episode was about precedence. It set the precedence, a standard for it to continue to happen. That's why you got niggas selling T-shirts of Mr. Floyd on 38th in Chicago. Oh, let's get on Cup Foods right now. I'm hearing reports that one of the niggas was a child molester that owned the store, that worked at the store. These niggas been calling police on black folks on 38th of Chicago for years and niggas is defending them. Why? I want to know why. What is it? What's going on on that block? They work with the law enforcement, they work with the race soldiers, they know them personally, they got cameras up there with them, they're plugged in with the PD why is niggas caping for them so hard is this something else going on are they running trafficking through that bitch why are niggas caping for them niggas so hard i'm starting to really really wonder what it is about that block that that store why niggas defend them so hard it's very 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 strange very strange Black folks been spending money up there for forever, and they up there selling T-shirts. They threw a mural up there. You know now it's like a it's like a tour. It, it, it's like a so now you got all types of people around the world coming up there. It's like a tour. They gonna make all types of when the smoke when the smoke clears, and all these fake ass nonprofit organizations donate and come in. I'm telling y'all lake street and the south side is going to be sun downtown. i mean up it's going to be a sundown town for niggas they're not going to build it back black they're not going to build it back up with the mind state of black folks getting the most constructive help i'm telling y'all what i'm seeing here y'all could ignore it if you want to i could see it he said st louis was what darren seals emphasized over and over until the day he died no matter how badly some wanted him to stop he already said it they gonna have to kill me that's why i played his interview he said they're gonna have to kill me he he knew that the price of freedom was death he knew that these fake ass activists coming down didn't believe in that like he said these corny ass educated niggas he said man i'd rather have street niggas with me in the movement Cause these corny ass niggas from harvard ain't never been through nothing he documented st louis's hopes and hijacking along with b, b, b girl and other black st Louiss frustrated that a select group of ferguson protesters whom b girl and seals called activists had left st louis to travel the country giving talks and working for ngos and making money non-profit organizations While the vast majority of local protesters were in jail, facing court dates, losing jobs, borderline homeless, or actually homeless. And to my knowledge, it was six black men that were ambushed and murdered down there. They tried to say he was jealous. But he was not. He was angry. He wanted a black-run, self-determined movement rooted in local St. Louis concerns. He did not long for validation from white elites. He was furious at the exploitation of his community by outsiders for profit and fiercely protective of the Brown family. The Ferguson protest prompted a lot of national talk but little real local reform. Police residents continued to be killed by police without repercussions and majority black areas of the region remained disproportionately poor and strapped for resources. So here's my question again for Black Lives Matter organization. For these pieces of shit. I really mean it. Here's my question for these niggas. Why is Ferguson still in the condition it's in? After you left it. When you came there. You were supposed to do something for it. You didn't do anything for it. Well you. Oh well we got some notoriety. We got the conversation. No you didn't get the conversation going. You came in as a walker And you picked the bones off it. Like a carrion Vulture rat bastard. That's what you did. According to Seals, the media bonanza opened the door for others to capitalize on the Ferguson brand to make Black Death a business. All over the country, organizations held panel discussions on Ferguson, but they rarely included anyone from St. Louis and almost never black men who grew up poor and lacked a college education, despite that it was men like this who stood up to fight for Mike Brown from day one. What Seals claimed. We're at that point now. Here we arrive at what Seals was investigating before he died. He, along with me and others in St. Louis, had been attempting to follow the Ferguson money trail for years, but we have not yet found clear answers into how or whether funding by outside and local groups were allocated. However, the discrepancy between who is paid to represent Ferguson to the broader public and who lives day-to-day with the problems of Ferguson is readily apparent. On August 27. MTV convened a typical Ferguson panel. It consisted of five black speakers as well as a white woman named Holly Fetter who was listed as an ally organizer. No one who lived in or near Ferguson was invited to speak about Ferguson. This is a typical con game that they use. An ally organizer. That sounds like a person that basically collects a check. Ferguson without Ferguson again, B-Girl had said. Fedder works at an organization called Resource Generation, a charity run by young people between the ages of 18 to 35, sons and daughters of wealthy families who say they want to use their inheritance for their public good. The organization admits it's never been in contact with Brown's family despite raising money in their name and claims to have been given 200 grand to support frontline organizing efforts in Ferguson between October and December 2014. Resource Generation also claims to have invested over a million dollars in black-led organizations organization over 2015 if they was real deal holyfield they would have invested every damn dime to the mike brown family and the city of ferguson not the white folks down there i'm talking about putting what miss you know what uh mr seals wanted community center he wanted hidden colors down there he wanted people to know about marcus garvey down there you did he wanted brothers to 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 understand, you know, uh m- military science, financial science, economical science. He was trying to do something for for black folks in St. Louis and Ferguson. And these pieces of shit is collecting money and getting their pockets lined up. So when they're having a discussion about Ferguson, they have never been to Ferguson. They don't know people from St. Louis. They don't know anybody. So they really don't have the they don't really have the the the, the uh the credibility to even speak on it but yet these are your so-called experts baffled by this discrepancy between the charity's claims and the poverty we see around us every day b girl and i looked at a resource generation map showing how their funds are distributed around the country it turns out that very little had been allocated to st louis one of the alleged targets of funding B-Girl posted information about the group on B-Girl for Life, her Facebook page, and on the hand, on, on the website Hands Up Don't Shoot. She also posted a document from a group called AVFE, written in late 2014, claiming that a number of initiatives in St. Louis would be funded to further black rights among their promises were economic support for ferguson protesters treatment for ptsd and the launch of st louis independent media see this is some of the stuff they're doing they're saying hey you know we could give you some economic support for protesters we ain't gonna give you that ptsd you get murdered all the time and a launch of st louis independent media we already have our own media see these are butter biscuits What they were supposed to do was they were supposed to go out there, get brothers lawyers. They were supposed to make sure the families down there had food and constructive help. They were most they most they were supposed to make sure the brothers had vans, bulletproof vans, so they could protest, vest out there. People were supposed to be heavily armed. They wouldn't have did what they would have did if brothers would have been heavily armed down there, protecting their constitutional rights. They were supposed to make sure that uh, those brothers had lawyers. They were supposed to make sure that those brothers, um, they were supposed to be passing legislation for domestic terror ambush lynchings. They were supposed to be doing that. But your do-nothing demonic Democrats ran that situation. But y'all didn't know that, did you? He said we don't know where all this money went what we do know is that if any of these initiatives were funded there is little evidence of it on the ground st louis remain, st louis activism remains chronically underfunded resource deprivation in majority black areas is high and the region's problems are ignored by the national media until this, until there is a crisis like say the death of darren seals now what seals wanted one of the last things Seals tweeted before he was murdered was a link to a video interview B-Girl uh, did. She was asked to do this interview after posting the documents on the nonprofits mentioned above. Seals said it was the only interview telling the truth about Black Lives Matter and the Ferguson Hart hijacking. So they try to say it was homophobic and misogynist and all this other little bullshit. They always try to lay... Anytime you got a stand-up Nat Turner nigga or a stand-up John Brown type of nigga or a stand-up Denmark VZ or a stand-up Malcolm type or a Ida or a Medgar Evers. Anytime you got that, they want to slander you with some bullshit. They want to slander you talking about, well, you know, uh, well, he don't agree with sexual access and, you know, it, it, it's men. It's only men on the front lines. More lies. See, they really can't say anything about you because you're solid. So they come up with the homophobe bullshit, the mice Guinness, all that garbage. They come up with that. The bed buck, bed wench talk, they start hitting you with that. Because he's starting to say, hey, wait a minute, y'all are vultures and see when you're a vulture and you're a coward, you really don't have anything to stand on. So all you could do is play the victim role. Well, he called me names sleep is the new woke sleep is the new woke seals wrote sarcastically before he died referring to the hypocrisy he saw in black lives matter and other black rights groups this was an excellent article but that was that's what was going on i'm gonna keep pounding on this shit because you have this same thing going on. The former slaves ain't getting the most constructive help and everybody else is receiving benefits. I seen an article here, the nonprofit risk management center, a violation of trust, fraud, risk, and nonprofit organizations. It says the risk of fraud is a serious concern for all types of enterprises, but fraud can be particularly damaging to a nonprofit organization for which a damaged reputation could have devastating consequences. See, based on that statement that I just made in this article here, if you notice, all of those organizations that they mentioned have not been under investigation. And it says here, according to the most recent global fraud study by the Association of Certified Fraud Examiners, the typical organization loses an estimated 5% of its annual revenue to fraud. The Association of Certified Fraud Examiners should be investigating every single nonprofit that was involved in Ferguson. There should be federal charges, these bastards should be getting life sentences, if not a bullet to their damn brain, it should be a death penalty for shit like that. Because what you're doing is you're committing genocide. It should be a death penalty for non-profit fraud. That's what it should be. That'll stop all that shit. Because what you're doing is you're committing genocide to the people down there. That was covert. That was covert. Social engineering, social economical Genocide. You went down there, you collected a bag, you left everybody out there riding in the dust. Culture, vulture, genocide. I think that's the term I'm going to use from now on. Culture, vulture, genocide. It should be a stiff penalty for that. Because what you're doing is you're ushering in the support, the propaganda, the structure, the skeleton for terror domestic ambush lynching and assault of black men, women and children. That's what you're doing. Because the precedence was set to we could come in here and pick off the bones and the carrion like the parasites we are and then what we could do is we could leave y'all to where you really don't have any money to fight uh domestic terrorism by the race soldiers. You really don't have no funding. You don't have a way to really be able to get yourself right. You can't really bail out Brothers was doing eight years for little bullshit charges. Like, you can't really fight it. But the mainstream niggas get to ride around in limos and and all of that. I seen, I met some of these niggas. There's a lot, of, a lot of them up here. It says while fraud in nonprofit organizations resulted on average in a smaller net loss than fraud in commercial enterprises, the nonprofits in the study reported a median loss of $100,000, an 11% increase from the previous study, and a significant loss to any charitable organization. Struggling agencies also frequently experience relatively high staff turnover making training and adequate segregation of duties more difficult finally many nonprofits depend heavily on volunteers and other community members which can further complicate efforts to establish or maintain internal controls i've worked for nonprofits before a lot of them have this old well we're trying to destroy white supremacy and this that and the third and then you have these white supremacist teachers which usually are either white or or latin Which are honorary white supremacists in in in, in lieu and they'll they'll disrespect and disregard the black students they'll let illegal immigrants come in they'll give them all the most constructive help they got all these damn esl classes this happens up here this is very very common in minnesota Even this thing going on with Mr. Floyd, you got a lot of vultures going on. You got restaurants and shit that used to treat niggas like shit. Then they turn around and and they're collecting the, oh, I'm a black business. Nigga, you never really fuck with niggas like that. But you're reaping the benefits is what I'm saying. Everyone's reaping vulturous benefits from what's happening to black folks. They said, according to the most recent ACFE study or survey, billing schemes were among the most common fraud methods in a case study for the 2012 report billing schemes often involve the creation of a shell company in such a fraud a dishonest employee sets up a fake identity that bills for goods or services organization does not receive in some instances goods or services may be delivered but are marked up excessively with the proceeds diverted to the employee now these schemes and these shells i bet you they got a lot of them i bet these do nothing demonic democrats got all types of shell companies set up shout out to hillary and, and bill haiti all types of shell companies, so they get all types of big bag and they leave people just sitting up in a damn hut somewhere. Common warning signals or red flags of potential billing fraud include but are not limited to invoices for unspecified or poorly defined services, unfamiliar vendors, vendors that have only a post office address. Let me just stop for a minute. I had somebody that had a question online. Want to know more about John Brown. See, John Brown wasn't with the nonprofit profit bullshit. As the new black media had expounded on, and I want to kind of a- a- add to this analysis, is that the northerners, when the slaves came in from the transatlantic slave trade, they came to Massachusetts, you know, Virginia, and out there, Massachusetts, D.C., New York. New York was, a, was one of the biggest, if not... That was huge on the new york stock exchange enslaved africans foundational black americans were enslaved in the north first they came in we came off them boats in the north and we were sold to the south a lot of people don't know that we were sold to the south then they turned around and they told the south hey look um slavery's wrong so all these little fake-ass abolitionists, these little... It's the same nonprofit scheme today. It's the same nonprofit scheme today. You you see that especially here in Minnesota. It's a big, giant scheme. They sold the niggas. Then they turned around and told the niggas that they were wrong. And you had a lot of these white abolitionists that were talking that bullshit. A lot of them were white supremacists. They were like Hillary's and you know what I'm saying they were like Jim Bi- like 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 Jim Pro Bidens there were like a lot of Bidens and Hillarys and stuff like that so they turned around and they used it as a game send us some bread send us some money and uh what we're gonna do is we're gonna support these niggas so they can get free they just pocketed the money you see what I'm saying so they did a lot of that John Brown wasn't like that John Brown wasn't you wasn't sending him no money to go pocket no money John Brown was going from plantation to plantation wiping shit out John Brown was putting in work and he wasn't talking about, well, let's get let's hold up some signs and let's free the slave. He was like, no, that ain't going to work. This nonviolent shit ain't going to work. Ain't going to be no nonviolent. It's going to be violent. You violent with these slaves. He knew that nonviolence was not going to work. He knew it wasn't going to work. And that's why the Civil War was started. Because they, they got afraid. Like, man, Tom Brown, you know, his name was like, he was like a hitter. He was like a hood hitter. They were terrified of John Brown throughout the country. He shook the United States because he said, damn, this white man, you know, he's going around from plantation to plantation, gets killing motherfuckers. He said that the slaves don't get no justice. No one gets justice. They tried to pull hits out on him. Didn't work. He was putting in work. His sons was down with the program. They was going from place to place, throwing in work, bleeding Kansas. I'm telling you, they was knocking shit down they couldn't fuck with John Brown they had to set him up and even then when they tried to give him his last words he was like man fuck slavery and he probably thought he was gonna kinda well you know maybe I could work out the same person that the person that the person that shot Abraham Lincoln and let's be very clear Abraham Lincoln wasn't rocking with niggas ever so that's why when you start hearing some of these niggas talking about Abraham Lincoln. When they start caping for Abraham, you might you might sniff a little Sambo or Coon energy, you might sniff a little bit. Because he really didn't free niggas, he really didn't do shit. It, it wasn't about him trying to put us in a better position, let's be very clear. If you look up the things that he said about black folks, Abraham Lincoln was doing, it was a business deal. He was trying to hold the North and the South together because it was an economical situation. The South is like, man, we pay for these niggas. We not about to get rid of them. The North is like, wait a minute, y'all getting free labor? Oh, it's so so wrong. But you know, y'all are getting free labor. So you got to keep in mind when Black folks went to the North, it was a it was a it was a strange situation where you know when they when they went to the North, they probably figured, okay, it's going to be better. That's when they started orchestrating a lot of these sundown towns, and they said, well, all right, we ain't going to hire y'all niggas in engineering or journeymen we know that you have much much more and here's where the immigrant class came in again the buffer class they brought all these white men over when the great migration when niggas left there's a few migrations when niggas left the south and went to the north they brought more immigrants in the early 1900s Woodrow Wilson was trying to bring white folks in black folks was like wait a minute you know um, they didn't want black folks to come in at first Woodrow Wilson was like nah we don't want no immigrants in Black folks was like, no, nah, you gotta let everybody in. Now they should have just said, fuck everybody, it just keep it black. But they started letting kind of everybody in. But we have pure, we're just pure-hearted people, so we like, all right, man, you know, there's there's room for everybody. You know what I'm saying? Black folks start owning some land, they start having some shit, they got mad. You seen what happened to Rosewood? You seen what happened to Tulsa? Um, they used just lynching niggas left and right. You could have your 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 uniform. Um, You're coming back from the war. They see you in your uniform. They just string you up. You know what I'm saying? It's doing you dirty. You were... Dred Scott. It goes back to Dred Scott. That was the precedence they set. Woodrow Wilson played Birth of a Nation, which was Klan propaganda. It was like a two-hour movie that was based on a black man raping a white woman. So they showed that in the White House. They showed that everywhere. You see? So, you know, that that non-profit shit... These white feminist groups White uh, women feminists All that bullshit It's all women feminist bullshit All of those were white women movements Where they used black women They used Sojourner Truth She fell for it They tried to use Ida B. Wells Ida B. Wells said fuck that If black men can't get no justice Then I ain't riding with you The white feminist movements Were white supremacists Margaret Sanger Susan B. Anthony All of them All of them uh, white supremacist heifers what they did is they were trying to use the black vote they were like a hillary they tried to use the black vote and ida b wells called them out and said well you know you what about black men you ain't gonna black root me you ain't gonna pull a cosby no what about weinstein you see what i'm saying so she she was checking their ass and they got mad at her so ida b wells had pointed that out and that's when the white feminist movement was like well black men are rapists they want to rape our children and they want to rape our little girls. And I did was like, oh, hell no, y'all got us fucked up. No, y'all the rapists. Matter of fact, let me pull out these receipts. Let me go to every lynching it was at and to find out that it was consensual. Let me find, let, let me pull up the receipts that everything was a fraud. All of these lynchings, all these black men that you say was raping white women, that never happened. And let me pull up the police documents and all the white people that, were, that lynched them that admitted it. Let me pull that up and let me pull out this report. The horror of lynching. She wrote a few books about that. So Ida B. Wells was going around with her pistol and going around to where these lynching sites were. She was talking to the white people that did it. And back then they could be like, Yeah, I hung a nigga. Yep, we'll do it again. And she'd be like, Well, what happened? And they just like, oh, we just want to hang him. And she'd get all the facts. But black, there was no black person that was doing that around that time. So it was almost like you were mining for gold it was like an anomaly. Ida B Wells was like a like an angel from from another planet. You dig? You know she she was doing something that nobody else was doing. So if she was alive right now. These I'm telling you she would be it'd be like Darren Seals over again. If she was here these nonprofits would be over. She'd come out with all types of receipts like, "Oh man, y'all niggas is frauds." So these white feminist movements, and they're doing it. They're doing it right now. It's the same thing the LGBT movements are doing. Hey, let's use black people. Let's use your pain. Um, We're all the same. We went through the same thing, and they collect all these bags and this money, and they invest it. And you look at the hood and be like, damn, man, it's still fucked up around here. Where'd all that money go? Little parties, cocaine parties. Everybody probably fucking each other. Like that's what they do. They're, They're building their wealth off off of your back, off of a black. Off of a black man's back. There was another article here, Hiding in Plain Sight, a nonprofit fraud story. Now, this was on May, t- May 17, 2019, by the Chronicle Tribune. The Key Worldwide Foundation put on a good show when it filed its 2016 form of 990 with the irs it proudly proclaimed its noble purpose to provide education that would normally be unattainable to underprivileged students not only unattainable but realistic it presented a picture of fiscal strength having more than seven million dollars since its founding and more than two million dollars in assets but we now know it was a charade using the aura of a nonprofit organization as a cover for the illegality and personal gain. Rather than help low-income students, it served as a vehicle for wealthy parents to tilt the admission process in their favor. If there's good to be found here, is that there is teaching the nonprofit sector it needs better oversight. last week the foundation's founder and president william rick singer and his schemes were unmasked when according to the chronicle tribune federal prosecutors announced he had pled guilty to racketeering money laundering and obstruction of justice and what the fbi dubbed operation varsity blues y'all should look that up operation varsity blues so he took money from parents who wanted to plant their children in elite universities and used it to pay off college officials and act sat test administrators in the process he became very wealthy They had wiretap conversations on this asshole. I mean, these dudes were doing the most. Themedium.com had a question. uh, since June 9th. I don't know what year this was, but it says Is Black Lives Matter or is the Black Lives Matter organization a money laundering scheme? Now, Diego Marquez wrote this. Just yesterday, the managing director for the Black Lives matter organization kaylee scales conducted a disastrous reddit ama during which she was hard pressed to disclose where and how exactly the money uh, received from donations to black lives matter was being used interestingly she refused to answer said questions and the ensuing controversy was enough for moderators to lock the thread the suspicions didn't die there however and the internet got to work to find out what exactly was going on behind the scenes of black lives matter it didn't take long to figure it out as one Reddit user pointed out, Black Lives Matter use, uses Act Blue. It's called Act Blue as their electronic platform for donations. Act Blue is a nonprofit technology organization established in 2004 that enables Democrats, progressive groups, and nonprofits to raise money on the internet by providing them an online fundraising uh, software. This is all well and good even the Republicans have their own electronic platforms for donations and fundraising. However, if we read the fine print of ActBlue's policy, we find out a very interesting detail now redesignation of contributions in the event that a campaign or a committee a fails for 60 days to cash a check from Act Blue, which includes your contribution, in parentheses after Act Blue makes repeated attempts to work with the campaign to ensure all checks are cashed, or b affirmatively refuses a contribution earmarked through Act Blue, your contribution will be redesignated as a contribution to Act Blue contributions to social welfare organizations which are similarly not cashed or are affirmatively refused will be kept by act blue and used generally to support its social welfare activities now that's very strange contributions to charitable organizations which are not cashed or affirmatively refused will go to act blue charities Considering that Black Lives Matter is receiving millions of dollars worth of donations from corporations and people all around the world, this seems to suggest that the organization is merely a front to launder campaign funds, the progressive grassroots campaign, as well as Democrat campaign fundraising. Now, remember what I said, soon as they got that money, they were supposed to go to Ferguson and clean it up. Ferguson should look like he dining right now. St. Louis, St. Louis is bigger than Ferguson. Ferguson's a... a Ferguson is a suburb. Ferguson should look like Edina right now. It should be a black bank. It should be a black gas station. Multiple ones. It should be a black information technology center. Microsoft, Amazon, all of them should have went down there, had a certification program. It only takes takes $100,000 to buy a building. It should be at least 30 to 40 IT professionals every six months to being employed in the St. Louis metropolitan area. It should be 30 to 40, 30 to, it should be 30 to 80 black folks coming out of an information technology firm being trained in AWS, Amazon, Microsoft, all these so-called places that that invested or put, put money up for this, for this profit front. They should have had all of that in Ferguson. Ferguson should be a satellite. It should be like Silicon Valley out in that motherfucker. Since y'all got all this damn money. because really what are you really promoting when they say oh grassroots funding and all this bullshit"? what are you if 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 ferguson is in shambles and it looks like king's landing after the dragons came through with the targaryen girl came through with the dragon if it looks like that when 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 you leave it's supposed to look like he dying right now It says, if this is a fact and what was going on, all they have to do is let the 60-day period elapse and those donations would be free for Act Blue to handle as they see fit. The money would then theoretically end up in the, into a, in, in the coffers of said Democrat and progressive campaigns. This is extremely, un- extremely unethical, especially when taking into account the FEC, which is the Federal Election Commission, regulations on who can and who can't donate money to American political campaigns. These regulations explicitly detail, among other things, that donations from non-U.S. citizens or corporations to political campaigns are disallowed. This would come as no no surprise, considering that for this electoral season, the DNC has been posting lackluster fundraising members as as of late 2019, while the GOP has gained a clear financial advantage, especially with small donors, even going as far as breaking a fundraising record in October of last year. While many corporations and citizens have donated money to civil rights institutions across the US such as the ACLU and NAACP, they've done so in the name of the Black Lives Matter mantra and hashtags, not necessarily directly to the Black Lives Matter organization. For example, Uber donated $1 million to the Equal Justice Initiative and the Center for for Policing Equity, both very transparent in regards to their allocation of funds. While their donation was not done directly to Black Lives Matter, it was announced under the motto of Black Lives Matter. At the time it is writing, no member of the Black Lives Matter organization has explicitly disclosed where and how they allocate their donation money. that is very 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 demonic and very very cunning and weaselly. you have Ferguson in shambles you have Baltimore in shambles you got the north side on Broadway where black folks desperately need to rebuild the businesses you got Lake Street and in, in, you know what I'm saying like where the hell is all this damn money going to You have to answer that question. Oh, and let's ask another question, Nike, which you're kneeling. Where did all that money go? Well, Bagland DP, you back a watching. You don't want nobody to get no money. You don't want nobody to get a dime. That's the Popeye Chicken Negro spiritual people talking again. Shout out to Johnny Maurice for the COVID-19 scam. He put me on this. See, now, now I'm starting to think it's more scams with the Chinese coronavirus. If you go on Google and you put in any number, any three digits and put in COVID-19, and he gave me up on this, shout out to that nigga. If you go to the COVID, if you go to google.com and you type in any three digits and then COVID-19, you see all these, these cases. It looks really, really strange. Very, very strange. Very, very strange. I got another article and we can roll out. There was something, now speaking of the the coronavirus, there's nine hand sanitizers that may contain toxic methanol, the FDA warned. So now the FDA, they're saying that there's hand sanitizer, like every time it's like a new scheme, It's something new that comes out about this shit. The Food and Drug Administration has warned that several types of hand sanitizer made in Mexico may contain methanol, a type of alcohol that can be toxic when applied to the skin or ingested. The FDA highlighted nine products from the Mac, Mexican manufacturer, S-Biochem, S-Deceive, though the agency did not say where in the U.S. the products were sold. The products are All Clean Hand Sanitizer, s Hand Sanitizer, Clean Care, Lavar 70, The Good Gel, More Clean Care, Saniderm. It says when FDA researchers tested two of the products Yellow and Clear uh, Care No Germ they detected methanol the agency said in a statement on Friday. Now they noted however that they were not aware of any reports of adverse reactions related to the products. But they just said that it was toxic. You see how they use and they switch up these little words. There is no safe level of methanol in hand sanitizer, it can cause skin irritation and if ingested, lead to a range of problems including headache, dizziness, blurred vision, kidney failure, coma, death, says the CDC. Now how long have they known that? They've known this a long time ago, so y'all need to go out here and go to www dirkswipes.com to get your natural disinfectant wipes www.derx.com or i'm sorry www.derxwipes.com it's a great great business in uh minnesota that y'all need to check out they're shipping straight out of minnesota y'all need to check them out dirkswipes.com now here's some. here's another article i just came up on now, that's why I say, oh, you pack a watching. No, y'all need to give this back to the former slaves. it shouldn't be no front groups. shouldn't be no, oh, well, we going to be a buffer class. No. Want to know where all those corporate donations for Black Lives Matter is going? Here's the list. And then they said, after George Floyd. Man, these bastards are something else. Airbnb. Airbnb. They said they're giving half a million dollars to the NAACP of Black Lives Matter. Amazon. Waffles Chicken and Waffle Amazon said that they got a total of $10 million to 11 organizations, including the ACLU Equal Justice Initiative and the NAACP. You notice that they try to... When they say they want to give some money, you see how they divert all this, all this to these bullshit organizations. You see that they don't never hit the grassroots. They don't go to where it started at. They start they want to divvy it around so i'm starting to really think it's some shell companies they want to divvy it around so the money don't go where it needs to be apple they said they donated to the organization including the equal justice initiative the new york post reporter however it is unclear how much money apple was donated away a trendy luggage brand, donate money to the NAACP Legal Defense and Educational Fund, the Southern Poverty Law Center Action Fund and the Bail Project. Now these black folks are getting lynched. Who the fuck are these damn companies? It says at this time we are not disclosing the exact amounts of a ways donation. A representative from Away told NBC, however, Away's co-founder and chief brand officer, Gene Rubio, and her partner, Stuart Butterfield, announced they will donate 700,000 to Black Lives Matter, the NAACP, Legal Defense, and Educational Fund, the Bell Project, and a whole bunch of other ones, and they're going to match another 300 grand. This is demonic that Ferguson is in. It's, it. its That's what I'm trying to say, y'all. This is horrible. Coca-Cola will be donating to 100 black men as part of the effort to end systemic racism and bring true equality to all the statement did not include how much money the company plans to donate see facebook they said they are donate 10 million dollars to groups working on racial justice they didn't say black folks they said racial justice more trick stealth words glossier half a million dollars to organizations focused on combating racial justice this is going to be going to the lgbt let's be very clear about that the marsha p johnson institute we the protesters in the boy ACP, black lives matter nike 40 million dollar commitment over the next four years to support the black community in the u.s See, uber a million dollars to equal justice initiative and center for policy equity Warby Parker, a million dollars to focus to organizations and initiatives focused on combating systemic racism. They didn't say black. Let's be very clear. YouTube, a million dollars to the Center for Policing Equity. Netflix and Disney, they said they're going to give a bag up. See, that's what I'm saying, man. These, I'm telling you, it's a trick. These nonprofit, these wealthy, this is going right back into the hands of the dominant society. By the way... I want to close with some constructive technology technical information IBM has a trial for a uh, you could learn um, they got a they got a cloud trial so you could go on the IBM IBM is not popping like AWS and uh, Microsoft so you could get a uh, you could get a nice IBM cloud trial and y'all want to go out and check out that uh, Azure that that Windows desktop Windows virtual desktop. You want to learn how to use that that'll be a good skill for you to use i hope you guys enjoyed this episode i was taking names and addresses i'm going to pull no damn punches all of these organizations need to be called out that's taking money off of black folks back they really do because it's really setting a bad precedence for for black people um to continue to get ambushed and not have the most constructive help. You don't know where none of this money's going. And another black man or a woman or a child, they're gonna start targeting our children. Y'all seen the article where the race soldiers wouldn't investigate. It was two little girls that they suspected that might have been um, ambushing trafficked. The house. Was called many, many times. People called the police on this house. There was no pedophiles in that area. The police didn't do anything about it. And so the community got on cold together. And they burnt the house down. They rescued the little girls. Darren Seals had rescued a little girl. The hell we need these people for. We don't really need the race soldiers. For what? What do you need them for? They didn't want to do their damn job. They're taking their cuts they're taking their cuffs off because they can't ambush black people without potentially being scrutinized or called out on it they're telling you who they are we need to listen stop the sambo talk stop caping jim crow biden running around here talking about prioritizing for illegal aliens and niggas getting their heads chopped off like ned stark around this bitch stop caping for these people they don't love you They don't give a fuck about you. Niggas want to get with the forgiveness talk and all this bullshit. They will murder you. Get it through your damn skull. They will murder you out here. They're not playing with you. Stop thinking everybody's your friend. We ain't got no damn friends. John Henry Clark told your ass that. We don't have friends. Barely allies, all this ally bullshit. We don't have any allies. They're down there cashing a the nonprofit check. Niggas better get with the programmer. You are gonna get found somewhere in a river, in a river or something. This concludes the Bagland podcast. Don't forget to get the Information Technology Guidebook on beingblackandit.com You came to the Bagland podcast. Not CNN, cyanide CNN, continuous neglect news, over and out.